Hello, this is Ken Ferry with this week's Boots in the Field report. This week was another week of good forward motion for this crop. Late planted corn continues to move fast as it is all in the rapid growth stage and the GDUs are high. This unfortunately though can lead to brittle corn subject to wind damage. Some of the fields I've seen and the pictures you've sent in, we've suffered some green snap in several areas. Fields that I've been in ranged in that B10 to 2Ds before tassel emerges. Questions have been, will these stalks make ears? Well, some that haven't been completely snapped off will turn back towards the sun and try to push out the tassel. Others will try to set one of the lower ears if possible, maybe catch some pollen. But I'm going to be serious with you, the, uh, the outlook for these plants is pretty bleak. To get a handle on your green snap corn, this is a place for the pest team again to use your aerial pictures if you're getting images flowing or to put your drones up over these fields. Once you have the pictures, then you can visit parts of the field with varying damage to do an ear count estimate. Count the amount of snap plants and good plants and then we can calibrate what the losses are for both insurance and marketing purposes. If you send your aerial pictures uh, to, to the office here, Nick can reference them in our software and give you an estimate on the number of acres uh, affected at each level. Now, if you don't have a drone or a neighbor who does, um, we can send someone out with one of our drones to get a picture, but it's going to have to wait till we uh, finish up our Corn College event. And I'll need you to help offset some of the labor costs to do that. A lot of the bean fields are finally starting to grow. Some of these have been standing still, it seems like, for a month. The smallest of the beans now are starting to get to V4. And at that point, they start producing their own nitrogen. And that really helps in color and growth. The earlier planted beans are now at R2, and that's when rapid growth starts in the bean. These fields are making the biggest jumps on a daily basis in growth. Now, there is some fields that are not yet at V4, and they continue to stand still. Be patient. They'll take off here soon. As I walk fields this week, I notice an uptick in Japanese beetle, both corn and bean fields. My biggest concern is the corn fields as we near pollination. You guys know the routine. We got to get this crop pollinated. Now on beans, our threshold, um, beans pre-flower is 30% defoliation of the whole plant, which is a lot, and it's not common to reach that level. But this year we are dealing with some small plants. You know, what would have been 15% defoliation last year would be 90% this year. So you need to keep an eye on these beans as well. Now, size uh, is going to make a difference here. Now many of the cornfields are three to seven leaves from pollinating. Don't forget to be pulling whorls and unwrapping them looking for aphids. Now at this point I have not seen very many aphids at all, but that can change pretty quick so let's keep an eye on that. Disease pressure is slowly building in the cornfields. Continue to monitor for this. If this pattern of warm humid weather holds, I suspect we're going to be dealing mainly with gray leaf spot in the corn especially with the last year's high pressure of you know, GLS. So we had a big year of GLS last year, a lot of inoculant out there to deal with. Remember, if you're spraying some of these uneven fields with replant in them, 
be careful with the crop oils and surfactants on the corn that hasn't tasseled yet. Most wheat fields are being harvested this week, hearing yields coming in from 60 to 105 bushel with some pretty low test weights in some situations. This week making service calls, I saw corn getting side dressed. I saw beans being replanted in ponds. I saw beans and corn being post sprayed. I saw wheat being harvested and I seen corn pollinated all in the same trip. It's like being in a time warp. With these small beans not closing the rows, especially in 30 inches, and time pushing us out of much of our arsenal of herbicides due to labels and plant plant restrictions, keeping these fields clean season long is going to be a tall order. Respraying fields in full flower will come with some yield loss, especially if we're burning these beans. Walking beans if you can find a crew, is going to come with some cost. In a lot of cases, what is going to take out these weeds will be the combine, leaving us to deal with higher pressures in the future. We make the best decision we can at the time. So now is the time to be having that conversation with landlords and farm managers, keep them abreast, and part of the decision-making so no one is surprised at the end. Your retailers are doing the best they can to keep the weeds under control, but their hands are tied as well with labels on these products and stewardship of it. Don't blame the future weed issues I see coming on your retailer and his products. Put on your big boy pants and accept the fact that this year and conditions uh, are driving what we're dealing with. Keeping your team and owners up to date now will eliminate finger pointing in future months. Katie and her crew have finished up the summer testing. They're now wrapping up the weed acres. Big thanks to Katie and Kevin and the crew. This was by far the most challenging year yet to get this job done due to the weather. Those of you who have preventive plant acres that are due for testing this fall or next spring and want to get them out of the way now, it will help us with our uh, soil test push this fall. I suspect we'll be sampling in December as this crop is going to come out late. A number of people are getting ready or already putting in their cover crops on their preventive plant acres. If you have a drill or an air seeder that you'd want to rent out or do some custom seeding, call the office and let us know. We're making a list of people who are willing to do the preventive plant seeding. And if you need someone to help you, you can call and we'll let you know who's available in your area. So it's kind of like an Uber for preventive planting, only we aren't taking a cut. CropTech customers, don't forget our field day next week. It'll be rain or shine with a lot of air-conditioned classrooms. If you haven't RSVP'd yet, please do so so we have enough pork chops ready for you. And we need to make up name tags as uh, during the day we're going to do group activities and we want to be able to group the people in the right numbers. Katie said we'll start our annual round-robin crop report at 8.15 sharp. You don't want to miss this year's crop report because I'm sure it's going to be a doozy. Those of you coming to the Farm Journal Corn Soybean College, July 23rd, 24th, things here at the campus are really coming along nice for that event as well. We have people registered from 17 states with a good contingency coming from both Tennessee and Canada, which should make for some interesting conversations at the breaks or during the dinner hour. Everybody keep up the good fight to finish this race. Even though we're a few laps down, there's a lot of race to go. To stay up to date, Check out our website at croptechinc.com and subscribe to our podcast, Boots in the Field Report.
Keep her safe. Keep her moving.